Hello and welcome to Next Slide Please, the podcast which takes you onto a journey into management consulting. My name is Tobias Stahl. I'm a principal at the consulting firm Strategy Engineers, and I'm very sorry that it took so long that we are back with you. There was a lot of vacation, but also then very challenging project assignments. And for that reason, it took us, I think, six weeks in between these episodes. So sorry for that. And I made sure that we have an exciting new episode today. And I'm very happy that I also have an exciting guest with me. And that is Andreas Mayhofner. Andy, welcome. Hey, Toby. Nice, nice to be here. Nice to be in this podcast. Andy, for everybody who has not been in touch with you so far, which is, I think, the majority of our listeners, because I did not have you in the podcast yet. What are you at Strategy Engineers and what is your current assignment that you're working on? Uh, I'm manager with Strategy Engineers and I'm myself a yeah very often listener to this podcast. So I, I enjoyed it every time when uh, going onto the plane, I, I took this uh, podcast with me. So I also was waiting a long time for the next episode. <laughs> <laughs> so far for that. Uh, my current assignment is uh, actually quite exciting. So we're with the team building a brand strategy for the new uh, European uh, EV brand, uh, starting from Uh, customer segment analysis, what are their preferences, buying needs, and how would that translate in a catchy brand and what would need that brand uh, to reflect, to appeal to their needs in a later step. So this that is sounds the, indeed the, challenging. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, very, very uh, impressive work because uh, keeping in mind, if you see a vehicle with that brand uh, driving around in a later step, this is really Yeah, what you could be then proud of in a, a later step. What do you think when we when we be at that point? Do you have a timeline in mind? Uh, actually, that is confidential. Uh, I'm, I'm not allowed <laughs> to uh, speak about that. But uh, I think this also somehow covers uh, some part or, or, or already shed some light on the episode of this session. So let's do not uh, waste any time and go directly into that session because today's topic is how to get knowledge online fast. And that is truly a key question in management consulting because knowledge is the key for most of what we do. And before we go into the discussion, where does that knowledge come from and what does online have to do with it? Um, let me quickly explain why. Our field of expertise in management consulting is the mobility industry if we talk for strategy engineers and every consulting firm has somehow a focus on an industry if you talk the smaller ones or you have different divisions or practices inside that consulting company if you talk the the very big consulting firms which cover almost all the industries that you can imagine for us that used to be the automotive industry But now as everything is turning finally towards a net zero economy and trying to, to fight climate change, it is not only about the car anymore for us. So that's why we focus on mobility. And that at the first side might look like it's a narrow field of expertise, but there's still a very broad range of topics. And you just mentioned one of those, which is defining a brand for a new electric vehicle and There's also very much different topics like technical due diligences for battery cell manufacturing companies, or you do a business plan with a go-to-market strategy for, let's say, a people mover concept. But it could also be product cost management and setting cost targets for cutting-edge technology, which is not yet there. 
or it's just something just saying uh, with a little exclamation mark here, a reorganization and setup of new business units, e.g. for mobility services, trying to help our customers making that change happen that is needed. So talking about being specialized in mobility is actually something that is still a very, very broad range of topics. And that's why I want to discuss with you, Andy, how do you build structure and grow that knowledge base? Yeah, so thanks for the introduction, Toby. Um, yes, knowledge is key to, to every uh, project. Actually, client uh, hires us either to build up uh, new knowledge or to utilize existing knowledge and put it into new uh, sections. Uh, but this session today uh, focuses on the how to get that knowledge. And usually that knowledge within strategy engineers is structured along three sources. So we have the internal knowledge, which is uh, key for, for several projects. Then we have external knowledges and analysis. These can be built up on expert analysis or actually research on uh, databases and online. And based on those uh, information, we conduct analysis modeling, uh, Excel-based uh, models, and then derive insights from there. Uh, the title of this episode today leans yeah, strongly towards the, the third pillar. Uh, however, with that online research also comes high risk. So you don't know who's putting knowledge into the internet. Uh, when was this created or what uh, confidentiality did they put in? Um, therefore, we try to use trusted and industry known sources, and those are like Marklines. It's a well known um, database in the internet. It's uh, IHS publications, so they have a large uh, variety of forecasts, especially when it comes to sales or production forecast for uh, vehicles. And then we go on publications and journals from uh, leading research agencies. Uh, so probably you as the or the majority of our listeners may know that from their uh, master or bachelor thesis. We are also uh, using those. Um, then for some domain specific li uh, topics like the, the brand building, um, as I mentioned in the beginning of this session, we go to Sigma or Sinus uh, research agencies and uh, use their available databases and studies. And for some other really specific topic topics, we also then conduct tailored uh, surveys. So we have uh, agencies we collaborate with and uh, Taylor made a survey or questionnaire, which then will be handed out to uh, a certain group, which we define before and then they get uh, the survey done and we get the input to be used then in our project. Uh, the challenge uh, in all of these, whatever source you use is uh, to get that knowledge fast because nearly no project uh, lets you time to, yeah, I research here a bit, I reach you there, uh, <laughs> research there a bit, but uh, probably also this is quite known to the um, writing a thesis. Uh, on the other hand side, you need to be quick without uh, boiling the ocean, as the consultant language uh, says. So you need to quickly figure out uh, where to look, what to look for, and uh, when you're actually done and reach a certain level of confidence, uh, not confidentiality, but certainty, can I trust this data? 
And uh, over the, the course of my experience, so it's now five years since I started in management, uh, management consulting, you somehow get a feeling on which uh, sources you can trust and which sources may be uh, conflicting. So I, I always find it a bit funny when younger colleagues come up with a top um, report on a certain uh, topic and it's then uh, from Mordor Research. Uh, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but thanks for the, for the overview, Andy. First of all, I think that is really close to what many of us know back from university, um, because that is how you approach that, especially if you consider the different types of thesis that people write that will be most likely in the fields two of external experts or three that you mentioned with the online research and the modeling. But of course, this internal knowledge, which you mentioned as the first source, that is the one that is most special because there we have a high confidentiality. Most of that knowledge is not to be found somewhere else. Um, and I really like the point that you say, whatever source you need, you need to figure out what is the key conclusions that you can draw from that to turn any information that you obtain into knowledge, which helps you to drive a decision or create action, right? Very good point. Uh, at the end, it's not the information uh, we bring to the client to, to solve its problem. It's the opinion and the conclusions we draw out of that. And this is at the end what counts. And this is why clients hire us in the first step, because they could uh, hire um, interns or whatever doing basic research uh, online themselves. However, to convert this information into real Uh, opinions and conclusions and draw conclusions from that that's uh, the, the actual point what, what what makes them consulting I fully agree yeah so you have probably figured the title was catchy and maybe picking up on a, a common uh, TV show or series that people might know um, but still yes I think the the online sources which are available the databases etc that's an area that is growing quite quickly And if you know how to handle them, if you know where to find your sources and which sources to trust, as you described, that is very helpful for many projects. But I think we should talk more about number one and two, because that is something that many of our listeners will not be that deeply in touch with. So if we talk about the, let's start with the internal knowledge that we have. Should we start with that? Yes, uh, let's let's start with that. So internal knowledge is uh, built up either from projects where we deduct non-confidential no uh, information. This is not covered with the IP of the client and uh, store it in our internal database. We call that KOL. It's the knowledge online database. <laughs> and uh, this is typically the, the first step when we get a new request, a new um, proposal to write a new project to, to conduct. This is the first step where we as the consultants head and look on, on our SharePoint, what knowledge do we already have on this and that uh, certain uh, topic? And then the question is, you get a lot of uh, information, a lot of results and uh, same as the, the search in Google, you need to select which one is really relevant for my uh, topic and which one is still useful. And you said it at the beginning, Toby, uh, knowledge turns old uh, or is outdated quite fast. So uh, if there has been an analysis conducted even last year, the, the times 
change and the certain um, boundary conditions changed that dramatically, like we, we saw in recent uh, events happening so that the analysis no longer valid and then you need to see ah, okay maybe i cannot use the actual numbers but the approach how they arrived and derived the uh, conclusions is still valid so maybe not taking then the actual one-to-one -one numbers but uh, taking the approach and this already helps a lot and eases your everyday um dramatically yeah i fully agree um, the the key thing is that you align on the the hypothesis that you want to start working from, especially as you draft a proposal for a client. You are venturing into something new because the client gives you a an outline or a briefing, and then you have to figure out what is our reply to that. What do we want to do? Um, and you described the knowledge online, a very valuable source, and um, shout out to all the colleagues who use and fill that and make it as good as it is. But Of course, I think finding knowledge inside the company could also be something more personal, right? Yes, so this then goes to, to personal ties. Uh, and this is not only limited then, uh, as I would say, to the actual company within a strategy engineers. Uh, it spans across your somehow complete network. You, you build up, uh, but I think the network will then be covered in uh, another session. However, this uh, source of uh, information, as we talk about in this session, uh, the external sources uh, is uh, really helpful because those can be uh, clients from um, previous projects. Those can be colleagues who already um, left the, the company or um, we, we use platforms dedicated to those uh, to, to providing experts for, for certain um, requests. And uh, one could also do for, for a project and like we did in the, the recent project, we, we had uh, support from an expert on our team. So this was a dedicated, well-known industry person uh, who has vast experience in creating a new brand. So we also get his opinion, his uh, expert insights in creating that brand and uh, he, he was very knowledgeable in creating uh, certain brands and uh, I know him from uh, a previous project so he's already aware on how we work and uh, that, that make the, the, the work quite quite nicely. You mentioned um, platforms providing expert contacts. Can you shed some light on that? What, what can we understand on what is that? Yeah, those are companies uh, who serve as a platform where people can put on requests. So I'm looking for a person who has been working in the sales department uh, for a certain level. And then there are other either still active or retired people listed on those uh, platforms who say that, yeah, I'm able to speak about that uh, topic. Uh, then you can sh select and uh, schedule uh, an interview with them. Probably mostly they are like one hour interviews and you can go through your questionnaire because sometimes specific online uh, knowledge is not to be found uh, online. So you need to go to actual experts from the industry and that's the platform we then use. So we collaborate with two um, Of, the, of such platforms and 
Actually, there are quite good insights. Uh, the downside to this is that's quite cost expensive and you need to either factor that in at the beginning when you plan the budget for the project or uh, yeah, take in the fact that you now did not find the, the knowledge you need and uh, somehow reduce the profitability. Yeah, which is, of course, a challenge you don't want to take. But no. I agree with you. That's very interesting. Um, these interviews can be really, really eye-opening if you find an expert who is really up to the game and uh, also understands what you're actually going for. Um, but I think it needs to be said that there's also some interviews where you have the feeling after a certain period of time that this expert will not help you too much forward because there's just not the, the openness that, that would be required to share meaningful information. Although typically you do not know the, the actual employer, of course, um, but you know apparently whom you're talking to in most cases in terms of what is the position and the type of company that they're working for. Andy, one important source of expert knowledge for strategy engineers is our mother company, right? Yes, that's uh, actually really valuable. So with strategy engineers being a part of the AVL group, uh, one of the largest independent engineering service providers for uh, nearly every topic which is covered with mobility, you have at least one person within that, uh, within our mother company who's able to speak to you about uh, a certain topic. So it, it may be that it's regarding battery chemistry or it's about certain powertrain uh, parts. And then you have access to those people really fast and they are really knowledgeable and give them first-hand insights from the engineering, from the technical department. So this knowledge uh, as laid out just right now is uh, not only covering the, the components of a vehicle, but also from powertrain test beds, but the covering also the complete vehicle engineering process. So we have been working with a packaging uh, expert, with the designers. So, so uh, as said, if there is any part in a vehicle and that's commercial vehicles, that's two wheelers, that's uh, our cars, which we mostly work with, but also like those mobility concepts, there is someone in a, with an AVL who covers that and who is able to help you with your question. Yeah, and in and most cases, uh, you can then ac address them re really quickly and they are helpful and uh, reply with a short email already in, in short time. Uh, and then you can schedule a, a bit longer um, interview to, to ask more detailed questions on that. Yeah, that's a truly amazing source of, of information. And coming back to the title of this show, how to get knowledge online fast. I think we have made the point that there is more than just a quick online research in consulting, right? Yes, so otherwise it would be just Googling with enhanced features. Uh, but as said, and I think that's the, the key to all finding that uh, knowledge is the opinions and the conclusions um, we draw from that. So it, it's not only looking for knowledge. So otherwise the consulting business would not be able to persist and flourish. Uh, it's also the people who bring in new opinions into uh, the the industry and also our services. So that 
therefore we are always looking for new candidates who share uh, our vision and also bring in new information from recent studies, from recent theses uh, to share our goal to, to make mobility more sustainable. Andy, thank you. That was a perfect uh, transition to the question of what is the purpose of this show anyways, because you're fully right. We need to have the right people in order to make any of that knowledge a meaningful source of projects inside and then action for our clients. And um, for all those listening, I hope that we were able to shed at least some light on the question, where do consulting firms get their knowledge from? And especially in the case of strategy engineers, as you mentioned with the AVL group in the background, but also with the focus that we have on mobility, um, that this is a, a major challenge for us, but also something that is really at the backbone of what we do. And I think we will have to come back, as you mentioned, to the question of the networking, because your point is very valid that your personal network can be a great source of insight and a great source of knowledge, of course. And I think this we will address in one of the next episodes of this podcast because there is, I think, something that we can share, especially with young professionals and people working in their first assignments for any company, how they can start creating that network without making it way too complicated or overthinking it a lot. So, Andy, thank you for your time, for sharing your insights. And um, I, I will be back you. with you for sure. Thank you for having me. I'm already looking forward to, to have the next episode with me on the plane. And uh, yeah, would, would love to come back to the show. So appreciate that a lot. Thank you, Toby. Most welcome. And for all those listening, thank you very much for the feedback that we received from you. Um, it's always a very good source for us in order to make this show better and more tailored to what you're actually looking for. And we received a couple of nice questions in terms of also what does it mean to be a management consultant in mobility industry if I am female and I think that's worth a complete episode. I will have one of my female colleagues join me in on that. And um, yeah, if you want to pick up any of the discussions, use LinkedIn or email either with Andy or myself. Until then, take care and uh, stay hungry.